Oh, no. No. What is happening here? That's the absolute wrong thing entirely. Do I have audio? Oh. Uh, do a quick sound check. Yes, I, again, I am sorry about that. I don't know if you listened to the, um, to the, to the previous one. Yes, your sound, your sound works. Oh, my goodness, I, I don't know how any of you deal with me in any way, shape, or form, but just in case you thought we were going to be mildly professional, we aren't. I am Ross, joining me, joining me as always is my co-host, Ian and despite the fact that occasionally a Nova Scotia craft brewery will close down, we are attempting to drink Nova Scotia dry. And we we went through what we've got. And we do have a collection of things that we like to try. And we try to go back and forth, you know, a malty one or a dark one, or, and then a lighter fare. Go, just mix it up a little bit. So we headed back towards the more straw-colored ones. And we realized we've got lots of lagers. So, let's get to the loggers. Mm. And then, weirdly, thematically, I realized we have loggers from both Uncle Leo's Whiffin Brewing Company, which closed in the spring? The winter? Hasn't been closed long. And secondarily, we have a logger from Serpent Brewing, which closed at the tail end of summer. Mm. But we've also got a, a logger from from Boxing Rock, and hopefully, I, I don't think Boxing Rock is going anywhere, despite the fact that they get their uh, storage bins in Halifax broken into. Was it was Boxing Rock where that happened too? Wasn't so. it? Was their their storage unit? Oh yeah, I'm dropping all all kinds of references here tonight. And oh, did, did I have another final? No, no, I think that was it. So the question is. Do we go in order of most open <laughs> brewery? Most open breweries. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a new order to go with. They're all opening, approximately... Opening is yeah. followed by the closest ones. Well, in that respect, of course, Uncle Leo's M did close down before Serpent. Do you go with that then? Or are you going to stick to your tradition and go with strongest to... How big about weakest or strongest? Weakest to strongest means the 4.7%. The first one would be Uncle Leo's. And honestly, uh, we usually drink two beers. And the third one, the bonus one, was going to be the Uncle Leo's one because they've been closed for quite a long time. But let's let's go uh, in both order of, and we'll do uh, Uncle Leo's Kaylee Lagered Ale. Beautiful, lovely plaid can on uh, on the side of it. And in fact, it, it does say, was this one that said that it was a... it Now, because we've got the Vienna Lagers, but... No, it's the serpent that's a Czech lager. Yeah. But the Uncle Leo's Kaylee lager does say it is a take on the Kolsch style. So not even maybe a lager because it's a lagered ale. And I I am not smart enough to know the difference between the two of those things. If it's a, a lager or a, a lagered ale, perhaps the description on the side will explain it to me. Uncle Leo's, of course, they they did uh, close, close up shop. It's uh, standing in behind me in Pictou County. Uh, just in, in the last year, uh, and but on this can itself, it's, it's this lovely blue and green plaid. I I wish I knew all the different tartans. Uh, I I do not know all the different tartans. In fact, the one thing I know about tartans is, it, it traditionally in Scottish history, the tartan didn't matter at 
all. It was not until somewhere in the, I think, 14 or 1500s, when under British rule, mm, this is all your fault, under British rule, they decided that the Scottish clans were too hard to tell apart, so they assigned each clan their own tartan. The British did this. So whenever I meet someone who's basically a Nova Scotian fake Scot, and they say, I'm wearing my family tartan, and I will say, well, then you don't know squat about history. <laughs> because Didn't the English do that to them rather than the British? Or at the time, was Scotland not part of Britain? I, I think they were. I, I waft back and forth between calling you Southern, the English is the British. Because is, I don't... You don't go to us. You don't go to Scotland and call someone a Brit. You don't. You don't do that. I don't think. You you try that in Northern Ireland and see how well that goes. Oh, it's nice to be among you Brits for a change. I'm not going to go into that because uh, obviously the UK <laughs> is Great Britain and Northern Ireland, which Scotland comes under. And I, and I don't know how long that's been there for. And and I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to look into it. It's clearly a very contentious issue, and even Brits and people from the UK still don't really know. I, think I don't think anyone agrees uh, on it. No. At the time, were being governed by the English I, from from London, and they didn't want to be, and that's what they didn't like about it. I don't say because England is England, Scotland is Scotland, Wales is Wales, and I don't call I don't say you're English. I say you're British because when you say someone's English, that's it's also the language. So t in order to avoid mm. any uh, confusion between what language you're speaking and what country you're from i i say and i say british is from england despite the fact that yes great britain is the entire thing so in my mind and it could just be a i mean this is i'm not even going to look this up because this is going to take us all night if we argue about this if you are you are scottish you are scottish you are not british british is only from england and where you're not british if you're from wales because then you're welsh it's it's you don't think so you you say you are British? So, it's not that I don't think so. That is markedly inaccurate. But anyway, carry on. Um, I love the um, I, I love the fact that you pronounced it lovely, Kaylee, because earlier on when you sent that text, it auto corrected to Sealing Lagerdale. <laughs> oh, did I didn't even notice it because yeah, C E I L I D H Kaylee. Yeah, auto corrected to Sealing. I won't tell you what puck off uh, auto corrected. <laughs> Probably, probably something completely appropriate. Uh, Regardless. Yeah. All right. Mo moving on. Let's not talk about uh, countries and racism anymore. So this one's about Germany. <laughs> Kaylee Ale is our take on the Kolsch style. This style developed in Cologne, Germany in the late 1800s to compete with the increase in pale lagers. This lagered ale is clean, crisp, and refreshing with a very subtle malt and hop character and makes a great session beer. As Cayley is a traditional Scottish or Irish social gathering, usually with traditional music in a community setting, this refreshing ale accompanied by good music and good friends is a perfect Nova Scotia pairing. I remain sad that Uncle Leo's closed up shop. They, yeah. I mean, they did some good beers. They did the king of the uh, the porters. Let's be honest. Um, there, mm. uh, I thought theirs was the best um, porter that I'd ever uh, ever tried in Nova Scotia. Personally, that seemed to be their flagship, didn't it? A lot of people were crying into their into their beers whenever the Whiffin Brewery just. Oh, sorry, oh, well, Uncle Leo's just yeah, shut up shop. Certainly, those of us who like a dark beer, because we, we we looked it up. It was a it was a was it a gold or a silver silver medal 
uh, beer was the, the smoked porter on the national scale, Canada-wide. It was second place, second best uh, one in Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, you better believe we're telling people it's the best one in Nova Scotia. We, We've had some other good porters. Uh, uh, when, as soon as they had shut down, uh, I don't know whether you did the same, but I went dashing down to the local liquor stores and bought up <laughs> a dozen of them. Uh, because we knew those smoke porters weren't going to last long. Mm-hmm. So even when I was in there, I see two or, two or three other people. Oh, we heard they're closing down. And sure enough, those things were disappearing like hotcakes. It was such a delicious beer. I'd like to think that the Lager Dale, you were asking, um, commenting on the difference between a Lager Dale and a, a Lager uh, earlier uh-huh. on. And I, and I kind of did a little bit of research on that, Ross, because it did. <gasps> to me, I was wondering, yeah, what is, is it just... Is it just a different term for the same thing? Well, ale, by all accounts, of course, is top fermented at warmer oh, temperatures. Oh, right, this is this ferment. While the lager is then bottom conditioned at the colder temperatures. But the lagered ale, uh, Kolsch's, and, and, they, and they mentioned, you mentioned that, are kind of a hybrid, a hybrid of the two. So they're actually top fermented, but then bottom conditioned afterwards. And it's so it's, uh, they are a bit of a, a mishmash. And you could do anything you like with your beers, I suppose, to give it a little something a little different. And that's what, in this uh, respect, a lagered ale is that. Whereas the lager, the straightforward lagers, are conditioned in the colder temperatures and bottom conditioned. This is going to be, can you smell it already? It's a lovely I smell. could, yes. It, it's um, um, definitely a, um, a, a, a grain, sort of bar- barley, de- um, kind of kind of smell off of it. Flax, straw, straw flaxy kind of delicious scent to it but i I, a kolsch style i'm trying to remember what the kolsch style was and i think if it's if it's european then i all all, always usually get that kind of flavor profile to it they are specifically from corona are they not the cultures look at that it's a, it's, I love the smell of that already. It did does. You, um, it, it do smelleth delicious. Did you drag your straight out of the basement, out of your cold room? Pretty much, yep. So it's it's cold, it, you know, it's the usual level of cold-ish. Yep. It's not ice cold, but honestly, because, yeah, the the, uh, the basement, cold room in there, the base is uh, getting colder and colder as the as the season comes upon it us. Is. The coldy stuff comes. If it's not ice, brew, it's not ice. We've done that many um, the, Mine's yeah. been in the fridge about 25 minutes, actually, because it is a lager, um, and, and I like my lagers to be a little colder, a little colder, but not massively so. Because again, what little, quite often, what little flavour a lager has can be completely lost altogether when if they're if they're ice cold, and mine ain't by any means. Mine, mine was very see through and clear until I poured the last tiny bits of the dregs of the can into it, and now it is uh, funky. Yours still seems rather clear. It is, but I can't get my whole can in it, Ross. I've literally, I ah. only have two fingers worth in the bottom of Michaeli. And if, yeah, I were to, this is... if I were to do the same as you, uh, I'm going to drink a couple of swigs first, and then I'll pour the rest Fair. and murky the whole thing up. Cheers. Let's do that. Cheers. I was afraid this was going to happen. Now I'm even more sad that they closed. Crisp. It's really mm. crisp, isn't it? Oh. And that, mmm. Yeah, uh, that that oh that really nice oh the lager flavor isn't up front. It's 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 very crisp right away, and then the lager flavor you get that delicious mix. It, it's uh, it's obviously very it's it's a subtle malt and hop character, and mm-hmm. mm, it's oh that's delightful at the end. You know this it's 
certainly up there with my with my favorite lager, obviously the Spindrift Toller Gold, but it is oh comparable for front runner. It's not it's not massively dissimilar to the Spindrift. Uh, and they're calling this a Kolsch style, so are we going to say that the Spindrift is also a Kolsch style? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the the speed at which perhaps the uh, the hop flavor kind of comes to you. Where often with a with a Germanic or European style thing, I, I expect it to be have a bit more of a of a bite on the mm-hmm. on the front end, like a uh, like like your Heineken or, or your Bex. My only experience, sorry, with the German Bavarian hmm, beers. We've been through the Heineken thing that is actually Dutch, but uh, but I know well, right. Germanic style of. Of beer, this is, this has got this has got so much unexpected flavor, and that's the thing about like you said, you mentioned there. Um, lagers to me don't, I mean the mass produced lagers I'm talking about, the generic ones, I don't have a great deal of flavor to them. Um, I, off the top of my bat, I'm talking about. I'm sorry, Australians, but Castle Main Forex huh. Fosters, big sellers from down under, uh, to me are. Pretty pissy affairs, and British lagers are fairly nondescript. American ones are the same, um, un- unless, of course, maybe lagered ales are the way forward. Ross, this one's got plenty of body to it and plenty of flavour. It it does, yes, and I, so the the certainly a little bit of a hop, but it it is mm. mellowed by a malt flavour. Not not to say that either of them are particularly strong, and I. As soon as it did say it was a very sessionable, uh, or did it say a uh, no, Irish social gathering? Yeah, makes a great session beer. And at 4.7, hmm, yeah. hmm, yes, please. Yeah, they throw might be skimping on the strength, but they ain't skimping on the flavor. This is really delicious. How's, how's your clarity? Mine's still ever so slightly cloudy, but I, I, I don't mind seeing that, especially in a uh, in a Nova Scotia, Scotia craft beer. Then, you know, that's all your flavor crystals are in there. And there's no point, though, unfortunately, in bigging this up. Because there ain't any of them left, so bye bye. That's yeah. That's the sad news, and I always feel bad doing yeah. that when I when I drink one. I say this one's delicious. You can't get it anymore. <laughs> Tough darts, but it, let let it. Look, oh no, don't. Let it be a request that someone someone needs to show up on the. Uh, the ashy ruins of the Uncle Leo's brewery behind me. I it probably it, I don't think it burned down. I'm fairly certain it's still there. But go go and talk to the Whiffen Brewing Company and get these recipes. Someone needs to buy up these recipes. Honestly, I think they should do like an annual uh, auction. That would be a good time. Can you imagine if all the breweries show up? They have a big beer festival, and then someone says, "Listen, you know we closed up, but here are our recipes." Who who and then what am I bid for the smoked porter from Uncle Leo's closed just this past March? Boom, uh, and that's third and five one dollar. I hear twenty two over here, twenty two, twenty three, twenty two. Who's gonna be twenty three? Who's gonna be twenty four? Wow, could you maybe pitch us in there, Ross? Have you got a few? Have you got some dollars hanging around that maybe you could put? Some I, in? Um, I assume that one of these recipes would go for more than what I would set aside as a frivolous <laughs> beer recipe buying budget. <laughs> You've got bigger fish. I hope. I oh, hope. Uh, I mean, it, it would suck if a private citizen could come in and say, I will bid $1 million and then just sit on the recipe and no one gets to make it. That, I, I don't... Mm. You, you should have to qualify to come. 
where you get the recipe, but you also need to produce it within two years. I'm putting a lot of stipulations on this new magical yeah. plan that I've invented this it's very second. Completely I think, off the top of your head, random idea that you've just had this notion. Well, yeah, you I, bought, I, bought... I, I think I've, I watched a TV show uh, in the last three or four days, and there were two auctions in it. And I think I'm just very auction-oriented at the moment. We watched an auction film last night, funnily enough. No, it wasn't an auction film, but in it, there was an auction, and they were bidding. Okay. This will be a bit of a question for you. Seeing as I've just completely hijacked what you were talking about, I, uh, I'm going to ask you, what film would I be referring to if they were they were bidding on okay. a person? Somebody, Some of them were bidding on a person at one point. Groundhog Day. No, but that's one of my favourites. That's in a, my top five favourite movie. No, um, of, of comedies. No, it's not Groundhog Day, but that's a really good guess. This was... And there's, certainly... there's a person auction at the end of it. Okay, there's uh, a, another movie with a person it's, auction. Uh, what's his name? Is, uh, they're, they're obviously on uh, on Bill Murray. Um, um, no, this is way less fun, this movie. But it was fun, but... Uh, <laughs> But it's not a comedy in any means. There's a black, it's a black comedy element to it, but it's definitely a dark uh, horror th- stroke thriller, thriller stroke horror. I don't know. From about from oh. six six years ago. I probably I might not even know of it actually. Okay. Have you ever seen Get Out? Nope. I have seen Get Shorty. <laughs> um, but not Get Out. I and I've also seen. Oh, what's um, get? I've seen get over it. Right, lots of gets. Uh, what? No, backbeat. It wasn't be- get back. I was gonna say get back. The Beatles, um, the Beatles movie, but that that, that was called backbeat. That so that, called that backbeat. Yeah. No, this isn't. This is the. Uh, this is a great a good... fun movie, but it's really. It's, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Get I, out. Okay. Yeah, I really recommend that. If you have that little thing called Netflix, it's on there. And there's probably other, hmm. other platforms you can watch it on. It was fabulous, fabulous movie. Fair, and and they sell humans in it. Well, uh, um, um, spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! True. Yeah. I, um, I'm eating my nuts as I usually do. I hope I'm not taken away from the flavour. Um, should this That's be a, a nutty, mm. a nutty malty affair for this lager? Mm. Well, it is in this case. I, I'm eating my nuts while drinking it. I wish I could remember exactly what a Kolsch is supposed to taste like, but honestly, that hit everything that it said it was going to do on the can. Probably, isn't it? So I'm, I, yeah, and a posthumous, uh, posthumous gold medal for that one, I think. It's definitely a, uh, I, I would say, <clears throat> nine, nine, two, low nines. Oh, you could give it ten, because it doesn't matter. I'm going to give it ten, ten and a half. Oh, okay, it's fifty-seven. Fine. 57 out of 10. <laughs> it's course like of said, 57. Run down to your local liquor store and snap them all up. <laughs> um, it's... And get get to that get to that auction and win the 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 <laughs> recipe for yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put at least four fingers worth aside. Three fingers, because I'm coming oh. back to that one with a plum. I love it so much. I. Uh, good use of the word aplomb, but I'm, I only left myself one finger of, of, of that one. Now, the second of our closed down, <laughs> our closed down breweries tonight is Serpent Brewing. And in it's fact, do I, it's your do I have an interior? Uh, I do. Look at that. I could be in Serpent Brewing next. Woohoo. Someone asked me this. They, they were saying, 
uh, sometimes they, they have a look at the, the, the video after, after the fact, after we record things and they said, we just figured that you always went into all of the, the breweries. And I said, no, it's just, a, it's, it's just a background. Have you never been in a zoom meeting? And I, I, yeah, mm. I was, I was thinking about this on the way home tonight where sometimes your skills impress other people, despite the fact that I don't feel that they're that skillful. So I, you know, I don't have, tr I don't have tremendous computer skills, but when you're that, you just, uh, so I call it, I call myself, I'm a three in a sea of twos. My, my knowledge is not a 10. A big I am in a little pond. Kind of, but also, you know, skill level and whatnot, theater-wise. I get a lot of people saying, oh, you're so good at theater, and you're so good on stage. I'm like, I'm a three in a sea of twos. That's all I am. I said, all the twos are so impressed by me. All the twos think I'm so amazing. I'm like, it's really not... Well, you, did, you did go to university to learn computing stuff, did you not? As well as being a yes. pop. Yes. You had a, a certain penchant for it, so... Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. Here's, here, here's the short story. Uh, you, you can, so you're, everything is judged by GPA, grade point average. Uh, it's kind of a North America thing. Yeah. So your highest score is a four. You get a 4.0. That's right. your, that's your, that's your up there. Um, in order to successfully graduate after all my years at, at university, the, the minimum GPA you can have is a two out of four in order to complete your graduation. You got 2.1. So, so uh, four months, the very last term I had before graduation, four months, I said to myself, right, I've got to make sure that I've got this minimal because at that point, that was not my average. I had oh. to bring it up. And what did I graduate with? Exactly. There it is on my transcript and on my diploma. Wow. 2.0. Minimum academic effort. Well done, sir. The, the bare minimum to get through. Your 2.1 and a C of 2.0s. <laughs> no, it was 2.0s and a C of uh, 1.9. Definitely. There, that, that makes a whole lot more sense. Mm. Law, uh, Serpent Brewing was out of Spryfield, Nova Scotia. Uh, this is the only one where... The, the closing of it actually has some details on it, on their, on their Facebook page. On their announcement, we are closing shop. And there was a tiny little editorial sentence at the end of it that basically went on to say, because it's way too hard to get your product in the NSLC these days. Yeah. And I went, hmm, all right, yeah. maybe. And, you know, a, a very cynical side of me sort of went, maybe you shouldn't try to have a legitimate business in Spryfield, but what do I know? So, I mean, there's always been the jokes about Spryfield. I'm sure it's much more gentrified than I think it is, and it's a, you know, a burrow on the grow. He called Spryfield a burrow of Halifax, and I'm sure that's pissing off even more people now. Yeah. But Serpent Brewing brings us, brought us, the Long Lake Lager. Now, I... There's so many long lakes, but it's definitely there. I believe there's a long lake down in um, in the HRM area. We've got a long lake up here, I think. There's probably one in just about every county because first, I don't know what it is. If it's just a human thing or a Nova Scotia thing or a Canadian thing, but settlers, people that arrived here when they were naming stuff. Ugh. Creativity? <laughs> Oot, oot the window. I bring this up when I when I'm hosting the wine bus and cause we go through the Gaspero Valley. 
And I say, oh, welcome to the Gasparo Valley. Why is it called the Gasparo Valley? Well, because the Gasparo River runs through it. I said, and why is it called the Gasparo River? Well, it's a river and they found a fish in it. And that fish was, you guessed it, the Gasparo fish. And I said, now, now, if if you're playing the home game and you're really enjoying yourself, here's the quiz. We are currently driving on the road that goes next to the Gasparo River. So I'll give you two guesses as to what the name of this road is. And someone often gets it. It's the Gasparo River Road. Oh, I got half right. You said two guesses. Yeah. I was going to go with River Road, and, then Gasparo Road. But you've just ruined it for me. So it's the Gasparo River Road. It's, it's the Gasparo River Road. It's just as specific and as you can possibly... So there's a Gasparo... There's a fish in there. It's called the Gasparo... Right. That's the Gasparo River. Mm. What's well, in a valley? Fine. It's the Gasparo Valley. Well, what's the road next to the Gasparo River? The Gasparo River Road. Settle down. We can decide this. You know, just let's, let's let's get these decisions made so we can get back to harvesting whatever it is we harvest. I think here. maybe I mean, maybe I haven't thought this through. Maybe it's the other way around, Ross. Uh, when they put the river in, they named it after the road that went alongside it. That's probably what happened. It was probably just much faster to do that. Yeah, that's my theory. A rather sea seafaring, no river river faring, uh, early colonial Brits. I've been Chicken I've been rank. surreptitiously looking up Brits, and you know what Brits? You know what's going on? Huh? The English argue that everyone is a Brit, and the Welsh, Scottish, and Irish all say eh, technically, but we don't call ourselves that. We're <laughs> Scottish. We're we're Irish. We're so it's only there? you. It's it's only you English. That think that everyone is a Brit, and the and everyone else, I'll say, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's just the Brits that say. Uh, that. Right. <laughs> right. This, this yeah. Speaking of colonials, Man. so Long Lake Lager, the Czech Lager. So this should be a little bit more interesting. It's a five and I love the art on it. It's I, I oh know. I don't even know how to describe it. There's even a floating island mm. in the middle with the water pouring up. It's, it's, it's like lovely. Avatar. Like watching Avatar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the art style is—I oh, can't even describe it. It's um, kind of like a, a a chunky but cartoonish art style. It's very su- wide brush style. I think. But I love the only way I could put it. Upon reading the, the the can straight away, and I'm sure you were about to come across it, was it's a Czech lager, but it's Belgian inspired yeah. on the on the back. Bel- Belgian-inspired Czechoslovakia. Okay. Oh yeah, I see. Uh, and uh, the only, the only other thing I think Serpent Serpent did this for theirs, where they would uh, describe. Oh no, Two Crows did this, where you get three words and that's it: light, malty, relaxing. Mm. Like, mm. but you can look it up on their website, which still exists: SerpentBrewing.com and on tap, the Czech Lager. A light and refreshing, medium-bodied lager with low hop aroma and bitterness. So it gives a bit more description over there on to website, since the can was not forthcoming huh? with anything whatsoever. However, you cracked it already. Good for you. Uh, well, of course. We, I mean, we've got three to get through. We gotta. It's a real shame. Snap that two. Oh. I mean, it's a real shame that any any of the breweries goes any of them. Um, but I, I, I loved. I loved this. Um, serpent thing eating its eating itself. I love their motif. Them. Mm. Uh, it's, oh, it's so lovely. It looks so Celtic and gorgeous. And I'm like, someone else is going to have to use that. I'll use it. I get a tattoo. I don't have tattoos, but I'll get a tattoo, and uh, that will be the inspire inspiration behind it. Maybe I'll put Belgian inspired underneath it as well. And uh, like multi- a snake eating. 
I thought the snake eating its own tail motif through through the civilizations, it's been used more than once, but it usually in, uh, talks about cir circle of life, maybe not specifically reincarnation, but definitely the, the like the, the growth cycle of crop to uh, to to produce to food to I mean, you, you kind of skip out on the waste part, but then waste goes to crop again. And it's the circle of uh uh, where, does it, where does it come out? Where, the, eating yourself. Where does it? I mean, I, I've never seen. Um, I've never seen that. A terrible idea for a movie. Um, we're not even discussing it. Nope. Okay, do, you know what I'm talking about. Even, yeah. Yeah, I do. In, I, I will I, send I, you I, a. I'm thinking. Oh, that's just such <laughs> a just a, such a ah terrible terrible idea, and I can't. Yep. My, people said, "Oh, you've you, got to watch it." And I'm like, "No, I don't." No, I don't. And then, don't and then you meet someone, and they say, "Well, it's better than the sequels." I've heard that the sequel's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Is to quote to quote Billy Connolly, it's one of the things I'm saving for when the doctor tells me I've got a basically a terminal disease. Yeah, you know when they say that you've got three weeks to live, I'm like, fine, I will finally go and watch that movie. It's and then it's, scrub your eyes afterwards. It'd be like watching. Uh, eh, well, I won't. Uh, I won't need to. Malcolm McDowell. Clockwork Orange, where he has his eyes forced open just to watch the horror. Yeah. He's, what a horrible idea. I mean, I'll want to do some other fun stuff first, but yeah, day this, 14 of my two weeks to live, I'll, I'll get around to watching it. It's smell, hoppy. I was going to say, it smells quite, quite it, different. It, it smells it, like a cider it, to me, it's, weirdly. Ooh, are you getting... I'm getting a... I was just saying... I was just thinking that it had a hint of the old... Uh, it, oh my God. is it fizzy wow offensive it, there's a oh yes it there's got a lot of carbonation but i i, th I was thinking that the smell was it, it's got a bit of hint of the offensive ipa to it i'm a oh, little I'm, I, I, concerned. I, I kind of i see where you're going with that um i'm getting a yeah i'm getting a bit of a, li a little hint of that but my is that like a but it, it i mean it's saying check Czech lager, you know, the, the European lagers. It, it might have some of the uh, Heineken stank. Um, famously, of course, Budweiser itself. <laughs> the Heineken skank. I love that. Was that done by the Heineken Fat Boy Slim? Um, it was. It was a Fat Boy Slim song. It was right is... before um, the Funk's Old Brother. The other one. Um, <laughs> Budweiser Budvar, of course. Um, uh, the original Budweiser factory in in the Czech Republic, in Czechoslovakia, oh, as was then, or wherever the heck it was. Um, That's the oh, only Budweiser I get my picture taken at. I think um, that'd be a good pick, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe Budweiser, uh, the American version, the Anheuser Busch version. Maybe they, maybe they went full on with the skunk. I don't know. There is a slight skunkiness to it, but I'm, I, I was mm. forgot like, the appley smell. Really, I, this is so. It, and, Look at it. I have oh wait wait I have bad news, and this this might be coming from someone who's been working from home for three years. But um, do you know what I mean when I say tomato soup bo smell? No. Does that okay? No, I don't want to either. At at a certain point, uh, <laughs> when you don't have to leave the house ever. You, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> you, uh, you gain a bit of a, your, your sweat kind of, it just, it, 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 you, you begin to smell a bit like tomato soup. 
This is even worse than that movie we were talking about a minute ago. That <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way that tomato soup armpit smell is is worse than that. No, that's 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 the absolute worst. Um, I'm anyway. The short story is I'm getting a little bit of a tomato soup funky smell from it. Mmm, it's a funk stank. The funk stank brother. Check it out now. Yeah. Mmm. Um. What's that called? Rockefeller. Rockefeller skank. The Rockefeller skank. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. However. You um, never uh, smelled someone who smelled like tomato soup? Not uh, Did you just assume that they are a soup enthusiast? I, I have ruined all of your social interactions from now on. You're going to smell someone who you thought just liked tomato soup and say, oh, no. Well, I, Darn, that just, this actually means that you're unwashed. <laughs> I always liked tomato soup, but the next time I have it, and I've not had it for a while, the next time I have it, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stomach it. Just cause this Still do, still do. Here, I, I have the cure. Okay. You make a grilled cheese sandwich and you dip your grilled cheese sandwich in the tomato soup. I don't want to smell. I don't want to know what part of you smells like grilled cheese sandwich. I really none. Don't. None. I'm just saying, if if just the 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 singularity of the tomato soup smell, if that affects you, then just couple it with the grilled cheese sandwich and it's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll give that. And, a you, and you get past that. Still cloudy. It cough, is. cough. Still cloudy after all these years. Mine is. Yeah. When you when you get the whole thing in there. Yeah. It is uh it's it's obviously got a little bit of the sediment, I assume. And we we have no problem. It still smells like a cider to me. A cider with a, a slightly funky cider. Weirdly. That's strange. Well, if you want to call tomato soup funk, then you go right ahead. I'm getting if if it's a tomato soup cider, then yes, I I kind of agree. It's like it's interesting. Relaxing. Okay. Um, what were the other words that gonna, I had on here? I'm not going to try and low, get more of this in here. Oh, no, I am. Low hop, low hop aroma and bitterness was what we got off the website. It, uh, what, what is happening here? Do you remember those? Um, did you oh, ever have them back in when you were a little, when you were a little Ross? Back in that. Oh, shit. That one's Whoops. Back back in grade school when I was trying craft beers. Yes, well, go on. I'm talking about when you were very young. <laughs> when, yeah, when yeah, yeah, yeah. back in um, um We used to have, a, when I were a little lad, and used to, for some reason, they used to give you matches to play with when you were about five back in back in England. They had nothing else to do. Sorry, Britain. And um, and, and you could buy these. Just the Brits. They only did that with the Brits, not the Scots. Okay. Uh, in joke stores and in toy stores, which means you had to set fire to them. Um, they were called um, uh, uh, worms or snakes or something like that. They were little beads or little uh, uh, little cylinders, maybe a centimeter long, or, or about about just just under half an inch for you North Americans. And uh, and you used to set fire to one end of it, and this thing used to send set uh, exponentially grow very quickly into a long snake as it was on fire. Um, as I was pouring this. As I was pouring this beer into oh, the, it, it just kept on the, growing the top without yes. falling, without falling out. The foam in the head is exponential. It goes a little crazy. And I've 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 played the balancing act. To answer your question, I didn't grow up with these little strange it, it was like an ash expansion yes. snake thing. Yes. It was however, in my 
early, early 20s in the first seasons of South Park, the TV show, they did an episode where the only firework that they could find that was legal to buy at the time was a, was these snakes. And so they tried to make the biggest snake possible. Oh. And so with this huge ring and the ash grew and expanded and eventually took over the town. Oh. And I think it was... It's very much like an Akira-inspired episode. That never happened in Wellingard City when I was about five or six, but I'll have to watch that. I have not seen South Park in probably 25 years since it... It's, it's, been, a, it's been a bit yeah. of a while for me as a long well. But I, I, oh, I, it's I enjoyed nice the show. It's cloudy. Yeah, once, once you got the sea monkeys in there. Yeah, yeah I got it all in. Right. Lips and drabs. Um, let's try the tomato soup. Cheers. Or right on. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, gazpachos are new. Cheers. Oh. Ooh. Very what, you, oh, mm. but still really... I like that. Ooh. Okay. The, the flavor is it's not stingy. subtle. <laughs> yes! It's just go, woo! Here yeah. you go. Have a have a this. I remain getting a tomato soup flavor. And I'm not sure... If, is there a... <laughs> is it supposed to be there? Is it, it's, it's not, it's not bitter. It's vegetative. What's how is something related to vegetable? Maybe that's the hop. Is it a? Is it a completely different hop than we're used to dealing with? I have not had a Czech lager before. Wait, maybe I, I have. I think you probably. I bet you have. This is interesting remember. because you've thrown tomatoes into my mind. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> and I know, I know. No, never mind you. That weird thing that you that you were going, you weren't leaving the house. Um, my own personal odor aside. <laughs> I kind of know where you're going with it now. It's a bit weird. It's a stretch, but I kind of know what you're going going with. Right? Mm. It's it's a it's a funny kind of. How do you describe that? Is it's bitter but specifically flavored, and it what did what did the website keep saying? I keep closing it. Similar to to, to medium-bodied lager, low hop, and bitterness. It's a budvar. I think I probably mentioned it a little while ago. Um, It's a what? Oh. It's not, it's not, it's really distinct, isn't it? It's quite yes. different. Yeah. It's, but is it, it's not bad, but distinct, yes. Heavily bodied. I don't know what this medium bodied is, because it is, it is coming through in the front, in the middle, uh, even kind of falling away on the back end with the tomato soupy thing. But right up front, there's this very, dis- yeah, and it feels like a cop-out to say distinct, because that's just basically saying, it's a flavour, but I've not had it before. Mm. And it's, it's quite difficult to describe it. Because it's uniquely flavoured. I don't think we've had anything... The only thing that comes close, the Triders, when we had some of the Triders beers, but those had that little bit of a taste of, mm, something had gone a little off. So what I call the sour hop. Well, you're, I'm searching for the tomato, and, and now you put it into my head. I kind of get... <laughs> but there is a certain... Going to start inventing flavors. And... I, I, if I, if I was trying to describe it, there's a slight fruitiness to it, um, like a sweet, a sweetness or a citrusy, a, a, um, a, a fruitiness like a strawberry or 
Mm. Um, not not particularly citrusy. Hang on. Mm. I'm not getting. No, I'm not getting the the the. When I said zinginess, and you'd think I might go for a um, yeah, a, the zesty one, the, the the lemon or a lime or the other citrus. I'm not getting that. But the the, the zinginess was was from a fruit, but slightly strawberry. You're, yeah, I'm. I know. I am oh, at was, a loss for ways to describe this. I really am. Mm. It's you have so an curious. I no. <laughs> I if 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 I went to uh to uh, sorry Uncle Leo's and if it was still open and they asked me for the Kaylee Lagerdale I'd say yes I'd have another one of those yes uh, please right away this one I'd say this is so strange. Not what I was expecting. Not awful, but not something I want to drink more of. I'm 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 leaning more towards like a three quarters. Definitely kind of a this is this is towards my GPA as opposed to the higher end of the GPA. Not not, not a fail by any stretch, but I'd give you a seven, seven five, maybe like a, a B a B or a B minus. Belgian inspired. Once I've reread that, I'm trying to think to myself, okay, what was in what mm. way? Because I don't know too many Belgian ales. The obvious one being Stella Artois, which people. Ah, uh, uh, oh, go on. I've got it. I've got okay. it. I think I. Okay, wait. Take 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 a mouthful. The, yeah. I I understand the Belgian inspired now. Ready? Okay. Take a mouthful. And as you're as you're swilling it around and swallowing it, I will tell you what I have just uh, had my eureka moment, and see if that works. Ready? You, go for it. I have had, by the way, uh, uh, as you know, I've mentioned it before. I lived in Belgium for two and a half years. I had a bunch mm. of Belgian beers, but I'm trying to think what is and in, what what is inspired. From apart from the, oh, don't worry. what is very very the Belgian the the ones that came to mind um, the ones that I aired towards if I was drinking Belgian ones were the lambic ales and the lambic bitters an example mm. of oh but those were tasty which, uh, okay those ones though are so wheaty and are so strong mm. and uh, they were built um, brewed by those those monastery monks in Belgium those were strong things. This is all right. Is, I will try to time it. Time it with your swallow. Go, go for it. If you take a mouthful, yeah. I will tell you what the flavor it is. I'm thinking of as you swallow. All we'll, right. we'll do this through the magic of the internet. Count me down. Three, two, one, go. So as you swallow, ready? Here we go. And sausage fat. Wow. It's a. It's the fat off a pork sausage as you're frying it up. That's what I'm. That's what I'm tasting. I'm absolutely tasting pork sausage fat. In a good way or a bad way? I couldn't tell you. In an unexpected way. In a way that I definitely didn't think it was going to be in there. But it's it it, it, it salty sausage fat, cold mm. like congealed sausage fat. Oh no, the good the good hot stuff that you know it's, it's in the pan. You've made a really you know you've made sausages in the pan, and it's that smell, that flavor. Ooh, a hot mm, a hot bratwurst, bring it on! Ah. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Um, what kind? I mean, obviously there are different kinds of sausages. Um, oh, which kind of sausages? <laughs> I don't 
don't know. Well, I think it's important because I'm grasping. I, I am. I'm. I'm reaching, Ross. You're not. Ca- I. I. I think the thing that that I'm catching specifically is a saltiness. Okay. Okay. Um, Johnsonville's apple maple because because i'm going with the cidery thing still that i had earlier. yeah not that not not, not, that, not one? that no yeah like a basic mild italian or a honey garlic <laughs> a, a very kind of yeah so it's it's a ta- mild italian i ain't getting yeah. I, I was gonna you know the johnsonville one i was gonna i was gonna tag along with your with your craziness and your and your gas gaspaccio soup um but i'm not going with an italian nah 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 nah, nah. No, moving on. <laughs> not a hot Italian. It's certainly not a. I'm not talking a maple one. It's not a sweet sauce. It is a salty. There is a salty, yeah, interesting flavor in here that I wouldn't order a second one. I'm not quite certain if it holds up to what they're advertising, but it's it is unique I've, and interesting. I, I don't love it. Mm. I probably wouldn't order another one either, but. Mm-mm. It's distinctive, and at least it's uh, at least it's not being made anymore. Is the best thing. <laughs> That's not really that <laughs> okay, we don't. We, yeah, we don't like that one. Uh, I, I don't love um, it. I probably wouldn't order another one. I give it a six out of ten. Yeah, and that's my, really my seven important. was probably a little. That's really I, important. Yeah. If you if you're reviewing beers, that that went knowing that your reviews mean. <laughs> Fucking nothing. nothing. And have never had. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a negative, a negative six. They did, and even if they did, they don't brew them anymore anyway. So <laughs> what the hell? So it's yep. a nonsense. Um, the, the Uncle Leo's was a 57, and this one is a hairdryer out of 10. I don't know. <laughs> hairdryer. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Now, our final one is the only one that's still in production, and I have good uh-huh. news about this one. This is the Boxing Rock Puck Off Lagered Ale. Yep. Boxing Rock out of Shelburne, Nova Scotia, uh, at a five percent, five point zero percent. In fact, the previous one, the uh, the Serpent one, was also a five point zero. Not that you care, but the the Puck Off Lagered Ale still being produced. And 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 when I was uh, somewhere in Lunenburg, I think uh, yes, I was in Lunenburg, and I wandered along to the NSLC. And this was when I learned that localized NSLCs do carry a bit more of the localized craft breweries. They mm. Delightful array of Boxing Rock and Hell Bay and other South Shore stuff down there at the NSLC in Lunenburg. Whereas, you know, we're up here in the Valley. Ours are a bit more Valley oriented other than the, the big boys out of Halifax. But this um, this um, impressionable youth who was working there and uh, I have started taking a lot more stock in the opinions of the impressionable youth, because it was the young man, uh, Alex, who put us on to the, the bar dog stout saying, Oh, you got to try this one. It's the, it's the best stout in Nova Scotia. So uh, it was a young, a young man, much like that young Alex who told me, you gotta get the boxing rock puck off. It's the best lager in the province. Okay. And at the time I said, I'll buy it, but come on, impressionable youth. What do you know about anything? You can't even tie up, bow tie and i can't either but still so if if we go with the uh not theme but tradition that the impressionable youth are right with their opinions of these things then this is going to be the best lager we've ever had it's a possibility it's a possibility you never know what would it be up against 
can you can you honestly good lagers that you, I mean clearly you've got a better memory for for um for beer than for taste and flavor. Well, definitely the Toller Gold. I think the Toller Gold remains my standard. My gold my gold standard is the best yeah. one. So it's 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 going up against some some decent heavy hitters. I feel Toller Gold can is fashionable lager. I, that I think is available in Nova Scotia, and I hadn't, I wouldn't have even tried it unless my friend Ross Chapman hadn't have recommended it to me around a fire pit one evening. And ever since, in fact, uh, uh, right now over there somewhere, there's a whole box of it still. It's, uh, so it's my go-to nice. lagers. Yeah, and it's it's not only one of the most you know the most delicious one that I've had, but it's also the cheapest one in the damn yeah. LC by the twelve case right now. Yeah. You can buy that cheaper than you can buy friggin' Coors Light, and I don't understand. We every week, every week we talk about how we do not understand people coming out of there don't with Budweiser. <laughs> Sue, the can itself of the Boxing Rock Puck Off is <clears throat> blue. It Great. is. I don't know how else to describe it. It is dark blue and the writing is light blue and it says puck off lagered ale. So you have to assume that it's probably a hockey. Yeah. There's the hockey puck and the hockey sticks right there on the side. If you got up at the break of dawn and spent all day drinking rink coffee while cheering your team under your hockey blanket, you and your dedicated ways deserve a super refreshing, perfectly normal beer to share with your friends. Puckoff Lagered Ale is brewed with hockey and all of its characters in mind. Cheers to a great puck off and cheers to you, hockey parents, inspiring coaches, valiant referees, and of course, the ever loyal fans. Okay. I mean, it's nice of you. Thank you. However, over here on the website, it tells a slightly different story. A domestic-style beer so good we'll put our name on it. If you're looking for a crisp and refreshing beer that's easy drinking and approachable, Puck Off is for you. Appearance, light lemon, clear, aroma, white bread, flower blossom, sweet orange. And the taste is white bread, wheat cracker, slight lemon. The mouthfeel, sparkling, refreshing, and crisp. The finish, light and quick. This, so... This I was gonna say this smells exactly like the serpent one, but oh well. If ever there's anyone qualified to give a an unbiased and unprejudiced review of a hockey-inspired um, lagered ale, the man sitting in front of me with his blue leafs sweater on. <laughs> Um, the hockey football fan that he is. I um, but you're the man, Russ. I'm not, but I'm not. I I didn't watch hockey growing up. I watched baseball. I'm a Blue Jays man. But this was twelve dollars at Valley Village, and I needed a warm sweater. This is and it's comfy. Oh. I love the sweater. So I that's, that's <laughs> Calgary Blue Leafs jer jersey you're wearing then. First of all, you Brit. It's uh, it's Toronto Maple Leafs, Calgary Flames. At least I know the team names because I grew up in Nova Scotia. I grew up in no, Nova no, Scotia. That Wales and Scotland and and the other one are yeah. all and and I'm and I'm a Scot, so I know that as a Scot, I do not call if. I will, and I, I promise you this: that when I see my mom, and I'm gonna go see my mom, she born born and bred Glasgow. Mm -hmm. And uh, expatriated to, to Canada in the 70s. If I go and tell her, Mom, I'm fairly certain that you're a Brit. I think her head's going to explode. 
<laughs> she will just snap Wait, my head clean off I've, in that conversation. I, I think I've only met your mum twice, once at your wedding and once several months ago in your kitchen. And she doesn't seem like the sort of woman that's going to snap my head clean off. She seems That's fucking... because in neither of those occasions did I accuse her of being a Brit <laughs> or British. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for her to prove me right. And, and I, I can't wait for my head to be severed clean off. That's the sentence that we're landing on. Here. If you had to, joking aside, obviously I know that's a maple leaf sweater you're wearing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to um, nail yourself to uh, nail yourself to any color, um, do you have any leanings towards a sports team in 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 Canada? In well, hockey wise, well, obviously your daughters would be the first one, but I'm talking an uh, a, a, a major league hockey side. You're, you're, you're a professional. I I am a I'm an ignorant Maple Leafs fan. Ah, okay. And it's it's not that long of a story, but it's a bit of a long story where growing up, uh, especially in middle school, I was I'll, I'll be nice and say I was a wallflower. And if I have my mean pants on, I'll say that I was unpopular. I was just, uh, you know, I was kind of a nobody. I didn't have many friends. And of all the people that gave me a hard time, probably would be referred to as bullying by today's standards. Half of them were Montreal fans and half of them were Boston fans. <laughs> and I learned one thing. Both of them hated the Leafs. Okay. So I said, fine, that's my team. You know what? Because screw both of you. Screw both of you. I hate all of you. I will I will be the team fan. But I didn't watch I didn't watch hockey. I was busy watching the Blue Jays. I was busy out, you know, playing in the snow and whatnot. And so all through the popularity of the, the, the Montreal Canadiens, they finally won a cup in like the nineties, ninety two, ninety three. Someone's gonna kill me for this. And um, through all of that, you only meet Canadians or Boston fans around here. And then you meet the occasional Leafs fans. And the other thing that I learned later on in my life is that Leafs fans, like actual Maple Leafs fans, are crazy. Yeah. They yeah. are out of their mind yeah. insane. Yeah. So whenever someone says, and I, I have a hat, I have a Maple Leafs hat because it was a flex fit and they're comfortable because I have a silly sized noggin, as you well know, because you try mm -hmm. to give me hats before. And yeah. <clears throat> It was, I would wear it and people would say, oh, you're wearing the wrong hat. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Because everyone wants to talk about their team. So you're out somewhere. So my go-to, whenever someone would say, oh, why are you cheering for that team? I, my my go-to shout back has always been, no, I only wear it to scare off Bruins fans. Is it the only reason for wearing Maple Leafs gear is to make Bruins fans, Boston Bruins fans, not really talk angry. to me. Because yeah. every... Every single person in Nova Scotia who I've met who immediately rubbed me the wrong way as an abrasive kind of bullyish jerk, a hundred percent of them have been Bruins fans. Oh. I'm not saying anything about it, but it just it's it's thematic, and so I, I that's my 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 go to now. The the downside to wearing Maple Leafs swag around is that occasionally. One of the actual Leafs fans will come up and try to talk to you. And then you don't. And they, you don't 
and they are crazy. They are absolutely off the wall. Yeah. Out of their mind. Crazy. So there's, there's pluses and minuses. Could you name, but I'm ha- could you name oh, off the top of your head? I don't want to get too deeply into this. Cause obviously we have a boxing rock beer to drink. Can you name, I don't know who Leafs players right now? No. Because I I used to know a couple. Mm. Uh, Phil Kessel was one, but I think he got traded away. And then, oh, what was the name of the young upstart uh, goalie? Oh, what was his name? I don't know. I yeah. That that's the thing. If they if they make the playoffs, I watch them in the playoffs, and they seem to have a really tough time doing that. And then they get up against Boston. The <clears throat> and they get up against Boston. And I hate out. watching that because I don't like the way Boston play. They play like a bunch of thugs. And maybe it's just my, my own, you know, I am not, again, a hockey expert. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm looking at. But when I watch anyone, when I watch the Leafs versus Boston, the first round of the playoffs or the second round of the playoffs, it inevitably goes the same way. And it always feels like Boston's shoving them around, getting the stick. It's very brutish, physical kind of stuff. It's just, and I, when I'm watching my daughter play, it's the same thing. I said, play the puck. Just, just get in there, rope a dope around, fling in the neck. You know what? This is really cool. Because in all the years I've known you, um, this is the first time we've ever had a conversation about sports. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Oh, wait until we get to talking about baseball. I'll talk, to, I'll talk about baseball till the cows come home. My hockey conversations are very similar. Yeah, we've it's had true. conversations about beer. and uh, and But a, clearly, it, we had to speak about a beer that had a a sporting reference before we actually spoke about sport. By the way, um, for, for just just as an aside, you mentioned ah uh, the year that the um, uh, the Toronto Canadians won. No, Montreal uh, won the Stanley Cup. Oh, the Jays, the Blue Jays won the Jays. World Series. Now it just so happens I happened to ninety two, ninety three. I watched both of those. Thank you, because I got posted. You know, I you know I was in the Air Force. And I got posted to Canada, hence that's where my Canadian connection came through. I actually got posted to Canada, into Goose Bay, into the sum, in the summer of 93. Ooh. And there were a few people then that were getting very excited in Goose Bay because uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs had made the, the uh, World Series. And it was a big thing. I was like, is it? Okay, fair enough. And I went down to a local pub. Uh, the British pub, and there were a bunch of guys in there that got right into this and uh, and watched this whole series. And it was that year that they carried off. That was the, the um, second year. Now that was the year that they 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 bought the a bunch of ex Oakland oh. players like Ricky Henderson and Dave Winfield. And they, I mean, they, they, the year before ninety two, that was the good. That was the year that they really won with mm. their team. Okay. Because their team was a bunch of, you know, oh, we got these guys in the, in the just as a trade deadline thing. And yeah, you never know what you're going to do with your Joe Carter, your Roberto Alomar. You don't know these names. Alomar, yeah. Yes. But I, I, I could I could describe the entire team. So if, if we're talking baseball, I, that's more my thing. Specifically, mid 90s, early 90s, late 80s, Blue Jays baseball. I, I got it all. Ah, However. One for another night. This. Another night. This, this this boxing rock one it um 
it it smells. It's got a more straw flaxen smell, much akin to the. I, I think more like the more like the smell of the Kaylee. Actually, are you are you getting that? Oh God, I'm getting something so se- hang on, so reminiscent of. Oh, I'm gonna like this. Oh, white bread. It's got yes. white bread for aroma and taste. So Wheat cracker. Yeasty. It's so yeasty. I'm thinking of a, a beer that I used to drink. Oh, yeah. it, It's very yeasty and bread. Immediately, what? you smell the yeast of it. What if, what if, what if this young guy from the LC is right again? Do we just need to start going and asking every 18-year-old man what to well, do? You know, you know when you just, as soon as you open that, that yeast when you pitch it on the beer and you can't help it when you oh so you haven't done it yet have you you haven't Ross make your own beer for goodness sake um <laughs> when you open that yeast I I suppose I've never made my own bread uh some, I'll leave that to someone else but I can imagine it's very <gasps> similar but I can't it is it. whenever I open up the the the, the, the uh, yeast and pitch it over the over the craft beer to make my I can't help smelling the packet I, I have packets of yeast because I make bread. I don't make beer. I make bread. That's the smell. You're right. It's the packet of yeast. Oh. You ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Once. I, oh, crap. It's. Okay. I was only able to keep the surface tension for so long. Oh, it's so yeasty. Oh, God. I'm ready. God. You know what? Wow. This is the second time I've spilled beer all over these pants. <laughs> Long story short, these are the pants that I wore to Tom's wedding. My friend Tom's wedding. So as you do, I spilled yeah. beer all over them. Hopefully you didn't wear that shirt. Or a sweater. Here's the thing. Yeah. The yeah. only other Maple Leafs fan I know is my good friend Tom. Coincidence? Because he's like me. He he has basically chosen a team that seems like they don't win a bunch, but they're kind of quintessentially Canadian, and you just kind of watch because you don't actually understand what's going on. Neither he or I, whew, or I follow hockey, but we both like we we yeah the Leafs. That's my team. Whatever. Yeah. It's like a like a default setting. Your friend might be uh, at the liquor store. He's got his nose. He's. He's got a nose for this kind of thing. That's Is he right? very good. He's... Mm. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a wheat. I'm not getting any of the sweetness. These flower blossom, sweet orange, slight lemon, sparkling, refreshing. Okay. No, it's, like, <sighs> it's, like, it's like liquid bread and yeast, and I'm all over that. I think that's... It's not... bready. It's miss. It's missing that um mm, beautiful oh, oh wait oh, oh there's the there's the flower blossoms very tail end just for a second there just for a tiny second I got a whiff of it I've got a whiff of peanuts I've got to stop doing that Ross look at look at look at this look at this you've been you've been saying that for six months I know I'm getting worse <laughs> I don't I used to have a little bowl of it and I have about I don't know a, a dozen of them during it but now I've got like a whole there's 5,000 peanuts in there, and I'm probably going to eat half of them before I finish this evening. This is, this is, if this is a lager, I'm Daryl Straw. I, I 
don't know that it's quite as good as the Toller Gold. Or even the the Uncle Leo's discontinued Kaylee Lager. I don't have to believe 19-year-old youths about everything. Okay. I'm happy about that. It's good. It's very good. I really but like it. But it's 8.9 good. <laughs> you know? It's a we middling can... A. It's not an A+. plus. It's an A. You know what this has, though? Going for it. Blue? It's still being made. Ooh! Fair point. Yes, try yourself some uh, some boxing rough puck off lagered ale, and honestly, because it's not mm, it's not specifically a lager, it's a lagered ale. So is it mm, is like uh, perfectly comparable with the the Toller Gold Lager? Maybe not. It's more on the ale side of things because you get more of a hop, you get more of a of a, 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 a flavor profile in there. Well, to, to, Whereas the Toller Gold, as I always say, it's just beer-flavored beer. It's the right kind of beer flavor. This one just has a bit more of a personality. Which is what they said about, when I read it earlier on, the difference between an... Um, in, in, what do they call these? Fingers. Quotation marks. Fingers. <laughs> um, rabbit ears. In these little That's things. That's the one. Um, the difference between an ale and a lager... And I still, I still, still struggle with it because I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because uh, it's it it it's in the process. It's not in the flavor. It's in the process. The thing. That's the and thing. You, um, to qualify I, it, they said that an ale uh, is top fermented at slightly higher temperatures, but then if I they lager it, that's then conditioned at lower temperatures. So therefore, I can't a taste that. Ale is straight straight off the bat is a is a hybrid, and it's neither one nor other. So, but it's but I, lovely. If you top ferment it or bottom ferment it, my taste buds cannot tell the difference. I don't care. Okay. Does it taste like a thing? Where if you, if, you, if you tell me the method that it was produced, I'm sort of like, well, does it is it hobby or not? You know, explain. I don't care how it got here. I yeah. I I only really care about what it tastes like probably because again i'm not i'm i'm not a brewer and maybe that's why you should see uh, you almost sounded like Patton oswalt um oh. when you were when you were when you were explaining that uh if that you've not it. seen the sketch that Patton oswalt um talks about are you a star wars fan ross you're a nerd are you yes. a star wars fan Yes. Okay. When he talks about the origins movies of the early two thousands, and at one point uh, when when George when he explains that George Lucas is 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 the reason for these origins movies and the prequels are to explain how they got to where they got to in uh, A New Hope, four, five, and six, and and he was and eventually he said, look, I don't care how. We got to where we uh, that and how it's made. I just care about the things that I really like, which is the Death Star and Darth Vader and uh, an Obi Wan, etc. And of course, his complaint was, "Why bother going back and showing us all the the making and the crappiness that goes into making the things that I love, what I love?" That almost sounded when you were explaining your love for. <laughs> <laughs> 
very similar. Maybe. And it could be the same thing. It it could be that don't ruin my flavor opinions with your science. There we go. Perfect. But I don't feel like the science is ruining it. It's just over... It's... And it's not even the the over explanation is and the difference between a lagered ale and and everything. It's from a brewer's perspective, and fine. It's and it's where everyone always says, "Oh, it's not the destination; it's the journey." And I'm always kind of like, mm, "It's also mostly the the destination because <laughs> the journey the journey can be five different journeys, but you always get to the same destination. So if beer, yeah. five. Yeah, five people taking a different journey to get to the same destination, and the destination is exactly the same, then I still kind of don't care about the journey. Good. Um, I've left two fingers worth of that puckered, puckered, oh, puckered, hello, puck off ale. Puckered, puckered ale, back. yep. I'm going, I'm going right back to a thousand years ago when we started the mm. Cately, the ceiling ale, the, which is also oh. a lagered ale, by the guns. And I'm going to try that one. And be... I like this. I like this at first. Yeah. Well, this was the one that was not available. So here we go. Back to the Uncle Leo's. Mm-hmm. Still very clean. It's there's a breadiness to it as well. Um, but it held. It's held. I, it's, I think it's held on to its flavor really well, despite it being sat there for forty five minutes. Yes. Really still well. Still not bitter. Still no. no stank. Still just a very very clean. Oh, Get to the auction. Get to the auction and buy the damn Kaylee Locker Yeah, Someone do it. It's gone. It's we'll tell Pete game. Adams to do it. Um, Long Lake Lager? Hmm? Oh, okay. that was... Mm. Totally different. Still got mm-hmm. a fruitiness to me. A strawberryness. Um, not a t- not your tomato armpits, but I... I but I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. I'm getting what, his tomato armpits. Down the side of the glass, though, if you've got this on video, you can see that it's still held on to all its legs. Um, it's still got some <laughs> head to it. It looks great. It looks like I've just poured it. I I don't love it. It's perfectly fine. No, I don't love no. it. Well, it it's different. It's different. It's, it's unique. It. It tastes like tomato soup armpits. I'm sorry. It still does. Yeah, yeah. It's it's still bit. there. A little bit. Strange. I hate. Oh, I, the boxing rock. I'm sorry. But Mullet. the beer that closed. Get your nose in it. The... It's like it's so yeasty. Yeah. Oh. But the Kaylee Lagered Ale yeah. was smoother than this. It was smoother. That. It was smoother than this puck off ale. Fine. It honestly in a, this tastes like a rink and I have hung around in a lot of rinks because my daughter plays hockey. So I'm, I'm finally, I am not a hockey fan. I'm the worst. I am now a hockey dad with no prior hockey experience. (laughs) So I'm the least liked person in the rink because I'm there saying, I don't understand anything about this game, but if any of your players come near my daughter, I will full on body slam them. Lose your shit. (laughs) Yes. 
That's, and I, I will be shouting at the refs because they're not calling any of the penalties that I learned about on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm there. I'm always tech. And this is my favorite part because uh, our listener, <laughs> James, who is also the one who was hosting this podcast on his server, he is my hockey expert. He He grew up. He lived. He lived hockey all the time. He still plays it. Played it in his youth, still plays it at the senior level, and you know, obviously didn't make it to the NHL or anything like that. But uh, he, he still plays it, and so I'm always, I'm I'm there at my daughter's games, and I'm saying, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They they just they just did this. The refs just called it this, and how come this isn't? I I've I've read up on interference. How come this isn't an interference call when someone is actively holding on to your arm while you're trying to take a shot. I like the way you said all of that, by the way, interrupting while you're playing on your PlayStation. Or was that X no, it, when you were doing this is This is me texting James while I'm at my oh, daughter's hockey I games. Thought you were, uh, I am I, I see you were text- feverishly okay. feverishly texting him during every game and he always re- replies with yeah, that's just how they do it. <laughs> so, one, I... My daughter plays hockey and I love it. Two, I hate how they ref. Three, I didn't grow up watching hockey. So I don't have, I don't have 16, 27, 35, how old am I? However old I am, years of watching hockey to be ready for when my daughter played hockey, I'd be like, yeah, that's normal. Because I'm, I'm sitting there going, no, I've read the rules. You can't do that. But... On the fortunate side of things, she will often do something also against the rules in retaliation because she is not going to let anyone get the best of her. She'll do a Tonya Harding on Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, a <laughs> tiny little bit. Not quite that dramatic, but definitely getting up there. That, ah, mm, Chapman, that'd coming, be awesome if she did that. That'd be... Coming, Coming down to the end of that boxing rock, it, it it is still quite good, but it, it <laughs> it's not as good as the log as the Kaylee and the Kaylee. When we bought that, we got that. If they closed in the spring, we bought that maybe a year ago, and it's still that tasty. I agree wholeheartedly. Kaylee takes it I, by by a, by not even a not even by a nose. It takes I'm, it by a neck from the puck off, and the puck off. Um, thankfully, you can still get it, and uh, and it's perfectly fine. I really like it. I love the breadiness and I love the yeastiness of it. I would have. It's true. It's true. I would have several of those. And it's, uh, a, it's a good breadiness. Well, it's gone. So uh, whatever. It, it's it, a it, brewery. Serpent Brewery did some good stuff. They really did. And it's a real shame that uh, some of these um, craft breweries do go by the wayside. But and there's always one, two, three that's waiting to take their place, and that's only a good. Thing. And. Three three points to make. One, I'll keep reaching out to the current breweries. Two, I I would love to reach out to the past breweries. That would be really interesting. Three, love to reach out to, and I'm going to try to get into this, into the uh, uh, CBANS, the Craft Brewers Association of Nova Scotia, to find out whether some of these, what's a softer word for gripes? These issues with with kind of getting your getting your product out there if if there's anything to be to be said for that however i do also have a fourth point and that is did you did did you know did did you know did you know that almost uh, next tuesday will be almost exactly it's it'll be one day off one full year 
since this show that had been going since March of 2021 became a podcast. So our, our one year anniversary podcast episode is next year. It, no, not next year, ne- next week. And it, uh, am I, am I up for that? Um, am I available? Russ, you might me. not be. You I don't know. Me. You've been here a while, so that might it, it, if if it's going to be a sour episode with my wife for the one year um, episode, that'll be very funny. Next week, I am on night shift. Next Tuesday, Woo. I'm drinking sours with the wife. <laughs> Enjoy. However, I I think they're going to be pretty tasty. Oh, you've got some lined up that Brittany are going to love. Oh, I, oh I, God, I, yeah, they're in the they're in the thing over there. Well, then maybe the week after, and I have to give you your jacket, and uh, you must wear that jacket. Listen, uh, you, you're perched to top two, four, six, seven DVDs this week. I've added one. <laughs> oh, my God. It's your, your... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you think of this, this, this crop? This crop. You're going to fall down. each. You're going to fall down a layer each time. Here we go. These, these are, these are the, the, the DVDs this year, uh, this week, that uh, right. perched to top. It's, uh, oh, well, well, yeah, we we have talked about Schindler's List on uh-huh. this show. I'm positive we have. Oh, uh, we have. Okay. Oh. oh, yeah. OK, top well, top I, 10 movies of all time. Top just, 10. Absolutely. I just, Might make. I just I went and grabbed the bunch that was sitting in my. Well, that's upside down mm. and back to front. OK, OK. I have a story about Casablanca, but oh, I'm not going to tell now about Casablanca. Well, it's a very short story. Uh, the short story is a, a girlfriend in high school said, you have to watch this movie. I love it. And I watched it. Oh, and what happened? And well, I, I, I said, yep, that's, that's a movie. All right. Oh, get over yourself. Uh, what was that was... one? I was all, I was almost in this one. I have not seen that, but that is one Cillian Murphy on the cover it of the Cillian wind. Yes. The, Ma- that shakes the barley. The wind that shakes tr- the barley. Trust, trusted to to Brit to call him Killian Murphy. <laughs> and you can tell I bought that from the now very sadly defunct, like um, like Serpent and Uncle Leo's uh, uh, movie. What was that called? Back to front. Oh, I don't know. Uh, movie I gallery. Can't even. Movie gallery oh. in in in, uh, in Greenwood about the years. theme. The theme is definitely businesses that are no longer businesses. This, tonight, this I is think. We, this is where we go with this. Oh, this is this <laughs> is something. Oh, the great dictator. Yeah, the chaplain and the the, the chaplain. I have not seen that, but I've heard a great many things. I, I that there is one that I would definitely happily watch. I would happily oh, watch good. that one. I'll throw that your way. We, we discussed Chaplin and Buster Keaton. I've seen The Sting. Oh, you're going very... These are very top 10 classics going on here. Well, <laughs> oh, this is a bit of a... I don't know how I landed here. <gasps> Contact is one of my favorite movies of all time. Isn't it wonderful? Sphere was a complete letdown yeah. because yeah. the book was incredible. Okay, I've never seen and, Sphere. Sorry, I'm lying. I have seen Sphere. I watched it once and thought, I don't want to watch that ever again. But Contact, I can watch over and over. I am loaning you the damn book. Sphere Sphere was done dirty oh. by that movie. The yeah. book is incredible. The yeah. book is amazing. And you would think with Samuel L. Mother Flippin' Jackson and uh, Dustin Hoffman, you'd think, well, this is going to be awesome. 
Uh, it wasn't. No, well, let me, again, let's go back to the Star Wars prequels, because we had three whole full-length movies of uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. The first one. I know. And, finally, uh, finally, this one. Still got the plane <gasps> front. La Vita, a Bella Robert ben a Roberta Benini film, another top ten. I've not even opened that one, because I've kept it sealed. I haven't seen that for... <sighs> Probably 25 years. When I watched it, I was like, so good. So beautiful. Well, what do you not like? Well, spiders and what was it? Spiders and kangaroos. They were going to agree were no longer allowed in their shop because like said, it was spiders. Another one was the, the boy in the striped pajamas, which was kind of from that Ooh. era. And I loved that as well. Have not seen that. Have not seen that. Thank you, Russ. It's been fun. Cheers. I'm going to go and take oh, straw colored beers and get out of here. Uh, what do you I'm still have left? What is this nonsense? I'm all out of liquid. What? What? You you have milliliters remaining. This is it's got a pint. Rebecca's this is a travesty. All right. Cheers. No. See you. Oh, oh those. Sorry. Okay. Those those are the ones that you're that you're offering up for Rebecca. I'm glad. I yeah. I don't think Brittany was gonna like any of these ones. But uh, so every Tuesday night back here on our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash at Drink I'm getting that right. I did check uh, several times. Is the YouTube channel the name of the podcast is Drink NS Dry. You can find it on all the podcasting things: Amazon, Google, Apple, and that other one, Spotify. There it is. But you can check us on our website, drinknsdry.unsupervised.beer, hosted by our good friend James, who is not a Maple Leafs fan, nor is he a Bruins fan, so he gets by just fine. I am friends with everyone who is not either of those things. You don't have to be it. Let's not talk about sports anymore, but it's all good. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we hope to see you again on the weekly basis. We'll be back next week, and uh, yeah, it's possible that Ian's not going to be here, so it might just be us uh, drinking some sours, my wife being a big fan of sours, and forces me to drink them because they are apparently considered beer. Good for a conversation. So have a good night, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Good night.